0: And good morning, everybody. Welcome back uh, to the show. So, yeah, I've been kind of lollygagging around for the last couple of days. Uh, Well, I'd say like the last week. So we're going to get back to what I love to talk about and uh, just basically in general, just what all this is all about. Um, So from this point, I'm going to be covering uh, each day as we make our way one day at a time to the event uh, regarding the Pixel 5 And Pixel for a five G launch, um, so yeah, uh, this is an exciting time for me. Um, Most of you guys that already follow me pretty much know that I uh, I am a huge fan of the Pixels. Um, I really into the market with um, basically, you know, uh, having their own hardware. Um, Even though people like to nitpick and i mean really nitpick um google and their hardware at the end of the day for me it's i'm glad that they have something here in place sure could it be better of course there's always room for improvement um if you feel like there's no room for improvement then uh yeah that's (laughs) you pretty much are stuck at that that glass ceiling and will never break through um so yeah, uh Google Pixels have had their ups and downs. They've they've had their shortcomings, those types of things. And um you know, it's uh, uh I mean it is what it is. However, the excitement for the Pixel 5 finally. Um and, and I think the excitement for me really just kind of stems from like um where where this is going, you know what I mean? Because uh you know, Google's not in any attempt trying to um, trying to make another premium this year. This year, it's not about building a premium device. This year is uh, initially about them trying to find their own way, and I'm hoping that that's exactly what they're doing. Because I could be wrong, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect. Um, the things that you know I may think about that maybe Google's doing, like their projected path could absolutely be wrong and just blow up in my face, you know? So I'll openly admit that. So just like you, I am along for the ride, uh, waiting for this to see exactly uh, what's going to happen here with the Google Pixels. Um, So we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, the Google Pixel 5, the Pixel 4a 5G. Uh, We know quite a bit as far as spec-wise with these devices, what they're going to be. However, um, just just to cover the, the eight days, um, this is this is going to be something that I feel um, initially I want to cover um, for the next week uh, until launch date, uh, which is uh, eight days away. So it'll be launching next week, Wednesday, uh, which is the 30th of September. Now, we don't know if that's going to be open up for pre-orders on that day or they're going to be absolutely available in the Google Store. Uh, more than likely when it comes to these types of events, it's, it's going to be where – it uh it, it's it's going to be unveiled and then uh they're going to showcase what what the phone can do they're going to tell us why they went a different route instead of going with the Snapdragon 865 they went with the 765g um obviously they're going to talk a little bit about 5g and we're going to hear their perception about 5g and uh you <laughs> might premiere a reaction with oh yeah i'm i'm so sorry man uh i have to get this done cuz i have so much things going on today i am going to watch the replay of it uh so I do know that um, you did the Doctor Who thing. So nobody spoil it for me. Anyone that comes inside here later on, don't spoil what Technoid did because I'm going to watch his video after I'm done um, doing the podcast here because I'm not going to be on long. I'm going to be on for about an hour. That's about it. Uh, a lot of things uh, going on. So most of my podcasts are going to be about an hour now. I'm not really going to be like over lengthening it to like um, two, three hours. Uh, really, I'll probably save those for the weekend when there's more time to do it. Um, so, uh, Technoid, sorry that I didn't uh, make the premiere, uh, but I am going to watch the uh, the replay. So I'm just asking anybody that, that comes in, please don't. Don't spoil it. Please don't. <laughs> I don't want it to be spoiled. Um, yeah, so this will actually get to people a little bit later, uh, as I do know that that YouTube is, is on some next-level stuff. Um, it seems that the shorter the live streams are, the longer it takes for it to process. I'm not entirely sure why. Whereas you know, a three, four hour, uh, live stream can process when under 30 minutes or possibly processed and already done. So it really depends, but okay. Um, so we're just going to kick this off and, and get through these, uh, these uh, articles today. And then after that, I'll have it open for a little bit towards the end. So, um, you know, then in that case, right, when it's open, uh, to the end, um, we can have an open discussion. So, um, yeah. Anyhow, let's kind of just go into it. As you're coming in, please uh, don't forget to smash the like button. Uh, it really lets me know that you guys are enjoying the content that I am actually talking about in these podcasts. And also, um, it helps circulate it. So, that would uh, be much appreciated. Um, all right. So, let's go into the first thing. We're I want to talk about this uh, this this Google Nest Home Speaker. Um this is something that it has an entirely new look and I haven't been you know listening to other people's uh, thoughts and reviews about it uh just cuz I wanted to look at it for myself. And I see a lot of people covering about it and absolutely talking about it. So um let me just full screen this. And uh yeah, let's just kind of go through it. So um new Google Nest home speaker release date rumor specs, right? All this was done on on September 16th. It was written um by pocket-lint.com never heard of this site before uh so let's see what they have to say about it um okay so well first of all i'm going to look at the image here and actually that image right there doesn't even look um doesn't even look half bad at all i don't know um i seen it on twitter some people were kind of making fun of it uh yeah it doesn't look doesn't look half bad at all i mean the original google home looked like a uh, like an air freshener so um, with this one, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it looks like a speaker. Like, it actually this time looks like what a um, what a speaker would look like. You know, to me, if you were to have, like, home decor, the uh, speaker itself just looks like a speaker. doesn't look like anything else. So it wouldn't masquerade itself as anything else. So um, that's much I got to say. And you can see that it has an indicator lights in the middle for re- increasing the volume, decreasing the volume. Um, obviously... One of the things about it is how stealth it is because I don't see where you would tap to either increase the volume or decrease the volume or if it's like a swipe gesture to increase it higher or lower. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm assuming that it might be on the top, that you could tap the, the maybe like the top left side to lower the volume, top right side to increase the volume uh, on the corners, I'm thinking. So like right around, right around here, I'm thinking that this is where um, – let me just kind of zoom in. So yeah, right around here, I think you tap here to lower the volume, and you tap on this side to increase the volume, but that's just me. Um, I'm not entirely sure. So we shall see here, but let me just kind of take a look at this real quick, Um, just for a second. Okay. Uh, give me one second, everybody. Let me help my daughter real quick. I'll be right back. But if you guys want, you guys can like just read that first paragraph on this thing real quick. Okay, my apologies uh for stepping away here in a little bit. <laughs> um, dad duty calls. Um my oldest daughter has her her classroom meeting on Zoom and she can't find her laptop, so <laughs> she's using her mom's Chromebook and she doesn't know how to navigate uh back to Zoom on that. So I had to show her that. But anyways, uh okay, so the uh Nest Home Speaker. Like I said talked a little bit about the way that it looks. Um so there's like a design and build here officially confirmed by Google. It's a, it's a 215 by 150 by 6 millimeters approximately. Has two colors. And um, I don't know what those two colors are. <laughs> I think they should have had like more than just two colors. I mean, personally, I just think they should have more than two colors. Um, but, you know, I understand in this time of 2020, um, production on electronic devices is very limited. So that's where we lose out. Um, they claim it's a mid-sized speaker that is very much matches the design of the Nest, the Nest Mini, and the Nest Hub devices. So not, not very huge. But my concern is, is what type of speakers does it have inside of it? What type of uh, drivers does it have? Uh, we can't be sure on the depths, but we guess it's like sixty millimeters. Yeah, that you're talking about the size there. Um, pricing about one hundred and seventeen dollars, but that's just because they're going by like what the pricing is, uh, 89 euros. So they're converting that to us dollars, but that's not actually what it's going to be, uh, to us. It could in fact be $99 it could in fact be $129. We don't know, but that's just the pricing on it. Uh, let's see. There's not too much that they really talk about in this article. I don't really see anything else. So, uh, let's see what else we find. I want to know what kind of speak that what kind of drivers it has, like what type of speakers it has. Because as you can see, you guys can see the original home, uh Google Home looks like an air freshener. So <laughs> it's just one of those, one of those weird things. Uh let's see. What do we have here? Ooh, who should I go with? Um hmm. let us see. Doo-doo-doo. Okay, let's we'll just go here. We'll go with the Verge. Let's see what the Verge has to say on it. Uh, another photo, same photo of it. Um, doesn't really say much. I don't think anyone really knows what type of speaker it has. So maybe possibly there's no leaked info on what type of speakers it has. Because to me, that's what a, that's what the Nest Home, uh, Home Smart Speaker is really going to be judged on, is the audio. Because that's an, initially what it's used for. Besides it giving you like, you know, your day to day stuff, like being your basically a home personal assistant where you can ask it things that has to do with your calendar, things that has to do with, uh, you know, appointments, playing music, listening to your favorite audio podcasts, those types of things. Um, You know, one of the major things is the sound, the sound that it, it, it provides. And I'd like to know what kind of speaker it has. That's just me. Maybe that's just me all by myself. I'm not entirely sure. Um, they keep talking about the design and the size in just about every article that I'm pointing to. Uh, so this looks like this is the backside of it. So like, that's kind of interesting. Okay. So we got a photo of it on the backside. Looks like that there is a power, uh, probably a microphone toggle switch, like to turn on the microphone, turn off the microphone. And then you have the um, the charging port, which uh, is proprietary. So huh, interesting. Uh, it would have been okay if it hadn't like, you know, Type-C, that would have been cool, but they decided to go proprietary, so I don't know. Who knows? Um, Yeah, this all they really have is just much of the design. I don't think any website really has. uh, Initially, um, what, like, speakers is actually inside of this. So let's see what we have here. We are but visitors on the front. <laughs> uh tended to a burning sphere by an invisible force in an unfathomed universe. Um, yeah, well, I mean, hey, you know, good to have an original thought i would I would definitely say that uh but the home speaker itself, so again. One of the most important things I want to know is uh is the speaker itself, what type of what type of drivers. Cause see, not not all Google homes are the same, right? So I have my Nest Mini right here. It's my, and it is slightly dirty. Um, but yeah, I have my Google Home Nest Mini that sits in my office. And then I have a Google Home that um sits in my room. And it's the original Google Home. Like, so uh when you actually take the the uh the bottom cuff off. You'll see three speakers, and those speakers are actually pretty good in in you know the range, the uh bass, the clarity, all those things so that's why i you know i mean you could get like any of the newer ones, but I really like the original Google home that I have, and since you know it does a pretty good job with the uh, audio, especially playing music and things like that, like my music is you know, it's loud enough for me to hear. It gets pretty loud when you put up at full volume max, but, you know, it's also got that nice punchy bass that people kind of look for, that, you know, deep sound quality from the speaker itself. Those are the types of things that um, a lot of people, I, I feel like, you know, they, they look for uh, when it comes to audio quality and things like that. So I'm, I'm definitely um, intrigued by this. I'm not entirely sure if I'm going to invest in it at this time maybe if there's like a a really good sale like a really good deal like maybe you know get a get a nest uh a 2020 nest home speaker for like 50 bucks maybe then i might invest into that and just kind of upgrade kind of see which one's better um who knows (laughs) we'll see what happens then but in the meantime i am you know at this point literally um just like uh, I, I, I want to know what kind of speakers it has inside of it. What's driving it is really what I want to know, um, because without without knowing that, um, you know, if if it has something that's like in in the the Nest Mini, the Nest Mini, don't get me wrong, the audio out of this is okay. It's loud, right? But if you're looking for that really that really depth and feel of of your audio quality, it's not going to provide that. If I was to put this up against my my Google Home, my Google Home, in my opinion, is better sounding. So, I mean, that's uh yeah, that's some of the things that I definitely will say here regarding that. But of course, obviously we're gonna see that launch um on the 30th next week. So we'll get more info by then. I guess I have to wait till then to know exactly what kind of speaker that we're gonna have with this. And therefore, you know, who knows? <laughs> who knows? That's the that's the only thing I would say is who knows. Um Okay, so let's uh let's go to the next one here. Uh, that I want to kind of take a, take a stab at. And that is, uh, the next Chromecast or sort of, I mean, Chromecast for AKA Sabrina. Um, so we have this, this is courtesy of tomsguide.com and you see, uh, looks like it's going to be like three colors. So, I mean, Hey, that's, uh, not too bad itself. So let's, um, let's make this full screen. And really just kind of dive right into it. All right. So uh, Google's Chromecast 4 coming soon. Definitely. Um, it has a new name, Chromecast with Google TV. So, oh, okay. Kind of interesting there okay so and this is supposed to like be with the new android tv platform so with this thing i should be able to play stadia um because that's the that's the thing about my nexus player which i'll probably talk about tomorrow and tomorrow's podcast really when i just kind of dive in a little bit more with uh this uh google cast with uh google tv is um uh, because with the with um yeah see what is the the, the google chromecast it's a uh, The best Google Stadia games to play now. <laughs> it has all these little, little side things. But uh, the Chromecast Ultra is one of the best uh, streaming devices. If you want to watch 4K HDR content, uh, Google Chromecast for Sabrina is rumored to add an HDMI 2.1 Dolby Vision support and low latency gaming that could work with Stadia. So it does work with Stadia. But it's sad that my Nexus player cannot do that. I really wish that Stadia was that good that it could run on older hardware such as my nexus player because i still utilize my nexus player i like using it so but I mean, again we'll talk about that tomorrow um so let's see yeah there's a little dongle that you plugs back into your smart tv or if your tv has an hdmi source like hdmi port and it plugs into that um obviously so uh, it's inclusion that will run android 11 preview may indicate that the chromecast device will release with the operating system possibly in September. Yeah, this is uh, a a guess. It's actually coming out this on the 30th and I don't know exactly what date this will be available. Hopefully. Um, But let's see. um, Nine to five Google first found Sabrina and uh, at a $50 price tag on Home Depot's website and uh, droid life also found a listing on Walmart for $60. So uh, it's not going to be like a hundred dollars for it. You know, 40 you know 50 bucks 60 bucks you know that's a that's a pretty good investment if you're going to be using android tv and such um and especially if you play stadia like i play stadia on my um on my chromebook now you should be able to pair a bluetooth controller to this thing and be able to play on your your tv like in your living room so this is actually pretty good it's pretty cool um will i invest in this more than likely more than likely i will um Let's see. I'm gonna try to see if they have like like any like absolute interesting facts about uh the uh, Chromecast for Sabrina, aka um Chromecast with GUI. Uh yeah, so feature the new Android TV operating system and will highlight individual movie and TV show titles rather than apps. Okay, source to the protocol, the new interface, will resemble the fire t- oh gosh. <laughs> Okie dokie dokie. Uh, interesting enough as it is, so I mean, what are some of the benefits out of this thing? Like, like what, like, what could I expect with, you know, the um, the <laughs> I love my daughter; she's like answering questions. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear. her. She's, uh, I think they're doing math right now. But I will say this though: now, this is actually going to be a cool thing. And you know what? Like, we're we're at we're at, we're already in fall, so you know shout outs to everybody who loves the fall season i love the fall season so um definitely google's getting sloppy with their products Ooh. Uh, interesting elaborate more on that and um and shouts out to you for coming in man i really appreciate it i haven't seen you in a few days man and yeah, I'm sorry that the last couple of podcasts I've been releasing have just like just I don't know. I've been falling by the wayside too. I've been actually getting sloppy with my shows and haven't really been talking too much about tech. But I'm actually diving back into it uh, this week as we do the countdown eight days till. So let's see. Yeah, fall is nice. It really is nice. Uh, I'm loving fall. I appreciate you for coming in, Red Rum. Thanks for coming in. Um. Yeah, uh, I've been on for like twenty minutes already so far. I was wondering if anyone was, was going to come in, but I'm still going to do this no matter what. So, uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, fall is nice. Um, I'm really interested in, into knowing why 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 you feel Google is sloppy. Um, excuse me one second. Did I talk about the Pixel Five? No, I did not. I've actually covered uh, the Nest Home Speaker, and uh, right now we're talking about the Chromecast Four. But excuse me one second. Now my daughter's got an hour break before her next class. This virtual learning is just so crazy. It's so oh my gosh. It's headaches. Um but yeah, you know, di- you know, we're in fall. Um you know, the seasons are, are the the season festivities are about to kick. Uh depending on what area you're in, you may have a good one, you may have not not so good one this year, it just depends. I know I I really believe that they're canceling Halloween here this year. But um you know, christmas is around the corner and i feel like that the chromecast 4 would make a great stocking stuffer for you know someone you know in the family or you know maybe a gift um you know to to mom and dad or something like that you know what i mean um being that a lot of things is you know like a lot of our entertainment comes from the internet now like there's you know, people are shifting away from using satellite TV, cable TV, to just going with on-demand video play when it comes to this, and going to um, utilizing uh, you know, online online streaming services such as Netflix, um, Hulu, uh, Tubi TV, which you know I'll get into towards the end of this. Um, some 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 sources you guys can actually you know watch some stuff on. Um, is like you know when I was on, a, on another podcast show, they were talking about uh, T-Mobile possibly, maybe ending partnership with Netflix. Who would they go with? And I suggested Two B TV, and people were like, "What is Two B TV?" So I'll talk about that towards the end. But I mean, you know, this people are just moving towards that. So having, um, you know, having a, a Chromecast Four is something that you know I feel like you know would make a great gift for the holidays. So simple as that. Um, hey what's up Sneed? how's it going man um thanks for coming in bro i really appreciate it i'm trying to di- you know dive back in into uh what i love to talk about i mean I've, I've been sloppy this last week with just being all over the place so um yeah please please don't please don't tell me like i had started my podcast i totally forgot that he was premiering his at 11 uh a.m my time and so he yeah he came in here and he was like uh, missing missing his premiere and I feel so bad for doing that. However, I am going to watch the replay and I know it has to do with his Doctor Who intro, so I'm kind of excited. So nobody ruin it for me, please. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, you know, I think one one of the main things here is you know for me that 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 draws out uh, when it comes to the the Chromecast Four is that it, it's it has Stadia um, compatibility, and like I been so far i've been playing games on stadia i've been doing a couple of live streams with some gameplay just kind of showing people like how you know what what types of games they have like i just i just beat the game guilt on uh, stadia so there's like the final chapter with the two endings and i'm going to be doing another gameplay where i finish up for the third ending and unlocking that so we can see the third ending on that game but there's other games too on there you know mighty Morphin power rangers battle for the grid um steam world dig uh, there's just just various different ones that I'm going to play, showcase, and show you guys what kind of games they have. Besides the the well known games like Call of Duty, um, you know, PUBG, Mortal Kombat 11, those are on Stadia as well. Uh, sadly, no Street Fighter, and uh, I'm still kind of disappointed that there's not going to be Streets of Rage 4. Like I've been a huge fan of Streets of Rage when I was a kid. I had all the titles on Sega. Um, Every now and then I download an emulator on the Chromebook so I can play it. And of course it's not in the best quality because this Chromebook's not that powerful to do it, but um, I will say that, you know, I wish Streets of Rage 4 would come to Google Stadia. Um, Yeah. And uh, I haven't demoed uh, like, you know, multi-online player gaming on it, but that's something that you can do with, uh, with Stadia. So, you know, you have your friends list on the side column where you can see what friends are live on Stadia and you can actually game together um so i mean this is kind of like you know why i have an interest in 5g is to kind of see where gaming goes because while i'm not like today's modern gamer i do like playing video games and um, that is one of my things and so yeah uh stadia is something that's pretty cool and and eventually i will try other platforms too as well um you know because my my uh second youngest son he's into video games so obviously he's going to want to Try out, you know, different other like cloud-based gaming services, and so eventually we'll get to that point. Uh, so that that's that's my interest in uh, in the Chromecast 4. But again, it's not all about gaming with that device. You know, again, online media streaming—that's really where it's aimed towards. So, great stocking stuffer. I keep throwing that out there because it could definitely be a a great stocking stuffer. It's, it's simple as that. So, um, anyhow. Let's get into uh, the um, the main thing here, <laughs> and that's, uh, yeah, we will talk um, a little bit about uh, the Pixel 5 here before I open it up, just, you know, to have open dialogue, and uh, yeah, we are eight days away from having the uh, the Google Pixel, Pixel 5, Pixel 4, 5G pretty much launch, so uh, there you have it, Google's website. That's pretty much all we have on Google on Google's website regarding the Pixel 5. Um, we, know, <clears throat> we know the specifications of the Pixel 5 are ready. It's been leaked, and that's the sad thing because there's nothing to really be excited about when they unveil it other than the fact that if there's any type of changes that they've made last minute, we're going to find out next week, Wednesday. That's like the only thing that I'm looking forward to is to see if all these specifications are just been just thrown in front of us so we can talk about the pixel five and hype it up. And it is absolutely not what we think it is. Uh, That's going to be kind of interesting to see where, where this is going to pan out. I mean, seven sixty five G. Yeah. We, we we pretty much know that. Um, I think it was what like, uh, well, I mean, we're going to go over that here in a little bit, but yeah. Um, It's a, It's a love hate phone. I gotta say that about about Pixels. It's a love hate phone. Some people love them, some people hate them. There's you know a few in betweeners. It's just all over the place. Um, Google is just this is really Google's phone. Like if you look at this, this is really Google's phone. It has so much so much mixed emotions, so much mixed reviews. I mean it's just what what can there be? What can be said? What can be said about the Pixel five or the four A five G? You know. Sorry. Had to there. Um, I was feeling parched. But what can we really say about the Pixel 5? I mean, I think one of the big, you know, from one perspective and one of the main things that people are looking at this device for is the fact that it is 5G capable. So this is going to be Google's first 5G capable phones. And it was a smart reason for them to do it this way. A lot of people always ask that question. Why didn't they release the Pixel 4a 5G with the Pixel 4a? Um, One, obviously, is because they wanted to have, obviously, a launch discussing 5G with their new device, but not just with one device, but with two devices. Two is always better than one. So when you go to an event and they're going to be talking about this, you want to have options. And yes, while there'll be multiple uh, variations of the Pixel 5 and multiple variations of the Pixel 4 or 5G, in reality, there's really only two devices being released. Just variations of said devices. So um, 5G, well, you know, one of the biggest questions that people ask, will it have millimeter wave? And it may, uh, if, if it does, it's going to be the Verizon variant that is going to have access to millimeter wave. Um, the rest of it is not. So, like, if you're using it on T-Mobile, uh, yeah, you know, T-Mobile hasn't been doing so great lately. So, you know, I can't say you're going to have the best experience on T-Mobile when it comes to the, the Pixel 5 or the Pixel 4 5G. Um, AT&T, you may get, you know, a better experience. But I think, on, honestly, like, the best experience is going to come from Verizon it just really is um even if you went with the google Vi- um variation you're still utilizing uh, t-mobile's network so uh, 5g you know uh, like i said you're not gonna have the best experience however it is nice though that at least you know this year along with other oems that has released 5g google decided to do the same with two devices and so the Pixel 4a 5G, like I said, is that middle bridge between the 4a and the Pixel 5, right? So the Pixel 4a, which is a solid device, is very good. Um, is it future proof? No. So you're not going to get massive longevity if you're trying to stay within the times. Now, if you're if you're somebody that is you know an average consumer that is okay on LTE at this point right now and can hold off buying a 5G device until maybe next year. Then you know the 4A is gonna be okay. It'll it'll carry you through. Not, not a problem at all whatsoever. But um, you know, for some for, for those who really wanna jump on and just really just kind of use uh 5G at this time, um, you have your options right now. So the Pixel 4A 5G being the middle bridge, so it is of the 4A branding, however, it does have some of uh what you would get out of the Pixel 5 and a bigger form factor pretty much could be like the XL for the Pixel 5 and the XL for the Pixel 4a 5G. It's really, that's what it is. Um, here we go. Let's see. I hope this isn't off topic, but I was considering getting a Pixelbook Go this year. Is that a good device to play Stadia on, a good device overall? Um, so I would say that it would be a good device to play Stadia on. Uh, because i have a much older chromebook i use a, a was it an acer 15 it's a 15 inch model i think this one came out in like 2016 i want to say just about and um, this rig that i'm using this chromebook um, actually runs stadia just fine uh, stadia really relies on your internet connection and so that's going to be one of the, the the biggest key things now the pixel book go has much much updated specifications including display resolution so you'll probably see the game a little bit more better than i can with the displays that i have on my chromebook but it really stadia really a lot of its uh, performance issues is going to rely on the wi-fi that you have at home so if you don't have very good wi-fi signal then it's not going to do you any good just for the simple fact that um, you know it's cloud it's cloud gaming so that's what you that that's that's the for some people that is the downside to Google Stadia and why people don't try it is because it's cloud gaming. Um, you you buy you know you you buy access into it on a monthly rate of ten dollars and then the the premium games you buy and you buy their their DLC packs that they have available for them. Some games are given to you for free because you are a Stadia Pro member. Being a Pro member. Is one of the perks. Every month they release like two or three games for free for pro Stadia members to, you know, own. So you claim the game, you own it, and it's in your library. Even after, you know, when it's no longer free, because you claimed it during that moment, you still own the game on your profile. Now, if you switch to another profile, if you create another Google account, you switch to another profile, then yeah, definitely um, you know, you won't have access to that game unless it ever goes back on on the pro members free to you for that month um, thing that they do. So yeah. um, So uh, yeah, I would say, you know, PixelBook go, if, if you, if you got it, if, if, uh, or you're about to get it and you do, you know, that's what you want to get. And yeah, it'll do just fine. Just, you know, make sure your internet connection is good. So like, so for me, like my internet, my home internet connection is Cox internet. And even though I'm supposed to get like gigabit, like I have supposed to have gigablast. I'm actually just initially doing speed tests. I'm initially getting um, like around 300 megabits per second down, and about 150 to almost 200 megabits per second on the uplink. And that actually um, allows me to game. Uh, and actually, you know, be able to use, like, StreamYard to, you know, do, like, a online uh, game cast where I, you know, play a game from Stadia live on my channel. So that's um, my answer to that. Sorry, I kind of went all over the place with that. Um, so anyways, let me uh, take a look at this here. I'll just pop this up. Uh, like full screen for you. And there's some interesting facts here. And I'm kind of glad that, that Google kind of like put this out there for people to understand. So it says requires a 5g data plan sold separately, obviously. Uh, But I mean, yes, there's people that would probably think that 5g is already built into the phone without phone service. I mean, there are people out there who would think that way. So let's not laugh at them because data, they can't help them. They can't help it. They don't know any better. So, they, so Google has to put things like this in the in their little disclaimers at the bottom. So, it requires a five G data plan. No, uh, sold separately. Five G service not available on all carriers' networks in all areas. Contact carrier for details about current five G network performance, compatibility, and availability. Phone connects to five G uh, to five G networks, but five G service speeds and performance depends on many factors, including but not limited to uh, carrier network compatibility, device configuration, and compatibilities. Uh, network traffic, location, signal strength, uh, signal obstruction. Uh, actual results may vary. Some features not available in all areas. Data rates may apply. Uh, these devices have not been authorized as required by the rules of the Federal Community. Uh, well, the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission. Uh, these devices are not and may not be offered for sale or lease, or sold or leased until authorized is a, is obtained uh pixel 5 and 4a 5g will only be available in the following countries the united states canada united kingdom ireland france germany japan taiwan and australia oh pretty interesting pretty interesting little uh little disclaimer at the bottom of um google's website for the um the whole 5g so um let's just kind of take a look at this one right here and, uh, yeah, this one is from, I forgot which site it is. Oh, 95 to 5 google yeah. Okay, so, talk a little bit about this, because this is the most recent, uh, recent news here. So, uh, we got it full screen? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so, uh, Google Pixel 5 leaks in official renders with a 107-degree uh, FOV, wide-angle camera, um 4k 60 frames per second video and more so um here you see right now and uh of course they put the the watermark right there but uh, the wallpaper that's um chosen for the pixel 5 is like you know like like a kid's block toy you know like a round peg to go in the peg you know half circle here um and you see the number five in this uh, this red peg or this red circle um anyways um so just a little uh, little brief little thing from here from nine to five google but uh, basically talk about many device uh, specifications Um, have previously already leaked but uh, win future today provides additional confirmation and fills out the other details for example the six uh, inch 90 hertz refresh display has a 432 pixels per inch with a um 19 uh by 9 aspect ratio. Um, And it's protected by Gorilla Glass 6. So that's actually nice to know, Uh, which is one generation upgrade from the Pixel 4. Yeah, because the Pixel 4 has Gorilla Glass 5. Uh, These renders also leak shows how the Pixel 5 has pretty much narrow narrow bottom bezels. According to the report, the housing unclear what specific component is referenced of the phone is made of 100% recycled aluminum. And there is IP68 water and dust resistance. Yes, we got that. Um, there is a 4,080 milliamp hour battery that supports wireless charging with a reverse power reverse power um com- capability for accessories, so you can charge your Pixel back of this thing. Uh, okay, let's see what else is there that they have updated on. Meanwhile, the uh, the second. 16 megapixel wide angle camera has a 107 degree FOV with an aperture rating of f2.2. So that's actually quite nice. There's the same 12.2 megapixel. uh Oh, yeah. Obviously, the uh, Sony IMX363 I've been complaining about is still there, uh, but now supports 4K 60 frames per second um, and then uh, 1080p at uh, 240 frames per second video recording. So uh, obviously that's in uh, slow motion. Uh, The front-facing camera is still 8 megapixels, but uh, the uh, FOV has been reduced from 90 to 83 degrees. Interesting, interesting. And obviously it still talks about the same things we already know about. Snapdragon 765G with 8 gigabytes of RAM, 128 gigabytes of internal storage. Um, Let's see. Only cities with sub-6 5G radios. Okay. Uh, this makes sense given the European nature of this leak with the model that supports millimeter wave, presumably coming stateside. So there is a model that is going to be millimeter wave. Maybe that might be like the like the green version they said that's going to come out later. Because like when, they, when these two devices launch, we're getting the just black versions of them. And I believe the Pixel 4a 5G has a white variant that will come out a little bit later. And the Pixel 5 will have like a greenish color that's going to come out later. I'm thinking maybe like December. And that might be the one that is millimeter wave supported. So who knows? We have to wait and see. Um, They're going to say, thanks to these renders leaked, we see the Pixel 5's advertising focus wallpaper blocks and shapes and used uh, to form a 5G. While there is a numeral 5. um, Yeah, so that's that's one thing that, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you see the whole wallpaper. Now you see it. 5 and then G. Gotcha, gotcha, Google, you dirty little devils. <laughs> um, but yeah, this we pretty much knew all this stuff already as regarding um, the the type of processing chip that it's going to have. Um, obviously, it's not going to have the um, the was it, the X sixty modem. Um, more than likely, the X fifty two is probably was going to have or the X fifty five. But I mean, most people are already frowning upon that. But still. 5G capability, sub-6 5G. Um, I mean, you can get better speeds with that if you're just if you're not on Magenta. <laughs> I'll say that much. If you're not on Magenta, you can get um you can get pretty decent speeds. Oscar, hello, what's up, man? How you doing man? Thanks for coming in here. I really appreciate you for coming in. Red rum with the hand gesture. Um, I don't know. I really don't know how to feel about this. Uh So, Like I I said, every time there's more news that comes out with the Pixel 5, it always seems to me that it's just there to throw us for a loop, like to just throw us all over the place. Like, ah, you know, here's something else to confuse the heck out of you so you're confused again. And, yeah, I will say this. This is Google's phone. Absolutely this is Google's phone. Um, And you know what? I'm just like, oh, okay, you know. Um, Mayank, you still haven't, uh you know, explained why you feel like Google is getting sloppy with their with their products. I really would love for you to elaborate on that. Really would. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, so the just black variants would be the ones that are the the, the sub six. That's what I'm thinking, and I'm thinking that the mint green one could possibly be um the uh, millimeter wave, and why not? Because then it would definitely identify. Which device has millimeter wave um, access and which one doesn't? Because millimeter wave is the way to go, you know. And I'll give a big shout out to Kimon, um, you know, because Kimon fully, fully supports millimeter wave uh, technology from um, Verizon. He's uh, he used he used to be a T-Mobile shill, and now. He's like, he backs Verizon totally. And that's for a whole different topic. And one day I will have Kimon on here. And I definitely would say to subscribe to his channel. Um, Was it uh, KTJ, KTJ Tech? Um, definitely subscribe to his channel. He's going to be making some more videos in the future. He's stepping into it, but I would say definitely check him out. And also, if you scroll up to the very top of the comments, you will see this guy, Technoid. If you guys have a moment after this uh, podcast is over here in a little bit, um, please go check out Technoid and subscribe to him and check out today's video of his. But do not come back and ruin it for me because I have not seen his intro. And I know it has to do with Doctor Who, but I have not seen his intro. So please don't ruin it for me. Uh, Let's see here. Is the Pixel 4 better than the Pixel 5? You know, I could give you this answer if I had the Pixel 5 in hand. Because I don't judge phones based on what's on paper, and and that's something that I would advise to anybody out there: do not judge a phone because of what you see, like you know, in articles that's written about it, specifications that's typed out on paper. The reason why I say that is because yes, Google is going with the Snapdragon 765G, which is a 700 series chip, uh, rather than the 800 series chip, because they're trying to keep the price on this phone down. This will be. In the last two years, that Google has been pricing their flagship device at eight hundred dollars, this one will actually be a hundred dollars lesser. If the pricing of six hundred and ninety nine dollars is correct, now if they des- decided to surprise us and make this phone six hundred and forty nine dollars or even five ninety 590, five ninety nine, which is basically six hundred bucks, I would do a backflip. At my old age and my heavy weight, I'll do a backflip or or die trying because that would be absolutely amazing because we do know that the Pixel 4a 5G is going to be $499 that's the price tag that it has so you have the Pixel 4a which is 349.99 you have the Pixel 4a 5G which is 4 uh, 499 so i would you know definitely hope to see that you know the highest pricing for the Pixel 5 be at um you know, six forty nine rather than six ninety nine. But no, I, 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 you know, I can't tell you if the five is going to be better than the four. Uh, it's too soon, uh, for Pixel Five. We I mean it's too soon. Next week it it comes out. <laughs> Next week, Wednesday. By the way, um, if you guys follow me on uh, Twitter. Definitely follow me on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitch, follow me on Twitch because those are the only two platforms I am going to do a live reaction to the event next week, Wednesday, September 30th. That is the only time. I'm not doing it here on YouTube. I got in trouble for doing it for the Apple event. I'm not doing it. I'm not taking a risk. Even if Google was to say, hey, yeah, we're not going to do nothing to you. I'm not taking that risk anymore. So live reactions will be on my Twitter or Twitch and then i will do an and after the show um, you know coverage once the event is over i will talk about what i felt about the keynote and the things that they talked about cuz obviously yes yeah, like a, you know we we are getting the chromecast 4 we are getting the google nest home speaker and we are getting the pixel 4a 5g and pixel 5 hey 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 yep just doing a quick podcast my love um So you know we're getting those things all next week, and so that's why you know I will do a live coverage. If you guys want my live coverage, follow me on Twitter or Twitch. Simple as that. Uh, I'll put it down like that. They just got four. Just got four out, not long ago. That's why I asked. The four? You mean the Pixel Four A? Or the Pixel? Because the Pixel Four released last year, October. So it's it's almost a year old. My my Pixel Four definitely would be considered almost one years old. Should I sing Happy Birthday to my Pixel Four? Would that look really ridiculous? Because I don't mind looking ridiculous. If you guys watched yesterday's video where I talked about the update that came to the to the to the Pixel Buds, like I I acted dumb on that video to make you guys laugh, and hopefully that worked. Oh, Pixel Four A, yeah. But see, the Pixel Four A is a mid ranger, and the Pixel Four A released in August because it was delayed the original release date of the Pixel 4a was supposed to be May of 2020 because that's how they were going to do it. They were going to have like the Pixel, like say the Pixel 4 came out October 2019. So the mid-range to that will come out in May of 2020. And then in the fall of 2020, the flagship will come out. So the, the, the Pixel 5 and the Pixel 4a 5G, it needs to come out. Plus you also got to think too, in October, probably October 13th or October 14th, Apple unveils the iPhone 12s. Okay, and like you know, I, while I love Pixels, I you know I don't love Pixels, like, but I really, really like Pixels. You can call me a Pixel fanboy, Pixel a, a Pixel enthusiast, whatever you want to call me. Just know this: the Pixel 5s Thunder will drop two weeks after it's been un- it's been announced. It will because we know that, that that Apple is releasing the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12s will be 5g capable. Will they have millimeter wave access? It's been a back and forth up in the air. Some people say yes. Some people say no, but just know I'm going to cover the release of the iPhone 12 as well. And if you want my reaction, you know where to go. Follow me on Twitter or you guys can follow me on Twitch. If you guys want to follow me on Twitter, simple. Um, well, did I actually delete that, ticker? Oh, yes, I did. I did. But that's OK. I'll put another one here for you guys. Um, yeah, so uh, Twitter. I'll probably be your best source anyways. So that. This is for Twitter and Periscope. And boom, boom, Chakalaka. There you go. That is my Twitter handle right there at the bottom. Yeah, you guys can definitely go, uh, follow me on um, on Twitter and watch the reaction with me. I'll be doing the reaction to the event uh, for both the Pixel Five and Four A Five G release and the iPhone Twelve release. And then, I'll be, and then, of course, the after the after show will be on YouTube. And I'll talk about it there and give and give my full depth analysis of that. So we got to wait eight days, eight more days until this 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 happens. Am I excited for it? Absolutely, I'm excited for it. Definitely excited for it. Um, I just, yeah, I just, I mean, hey, who who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be excited for it? I would be. I, I definitely want to go play with the phone. Too bad uh, Best Buy's are closed. I mean, like Best Buy's are not closed. Closed. You can go to Best Buy and you can go and just like, hey, you know, like, hey, let me, let me see it, let me see it, you know, like whatever. Um, but <laughs> I mean. You know, they, they have to go to you, to your vehicle. You, you can't walk inside Best Buy and play around. Because uh, eventually when everything opens back up, believe me, since StreamYard is is pretty good on mobile, I will do like mobile live streams from like Best Buy and stuff like that and walk around and show you guys what I have in my local Best Buy in my city and play around with different technology devices. Because, you know, hardware and software is my forte. Okay. But I will tell you this much right now. If anyone wants to be like, which do you like more, hardware, or software? Hands down software, because without software all you guys paperweight so remember that software matters first then hardware um all right so so you know we, we're pretty much open discussion right now i have an s20 but missed my pixel 3 so going from an s20 uh would be too much of a step down going i take it yeah i mean you know if, if you're needing a, such a powerful device such as the galaxy s20 i mean absolutely needing it because there's a difference between like you know like like people want to get a powerful device just because they want to be able to say, I have a powerful flagship device. That do they actually use at least 85% of its capabilities? No, they probably use maybe like 10% of its capabilities. And then there's people that absolutely utilize their flagship. So if you're heavy dependent on your Galaxy S twenty, then yeah, definitely going to a Pixel 5 would be a step would be going a step down. Considering that the Galaxy S twenty is what is 5G capable. I believe, let me know if I'm wrong about your, about your handset. But if, if it is 5G capable, then going to a Pixel 5, you know, I mean, Google optimizes its software fairly well, fairly well. So for those people who are crying about that, there's there's only eight gigabytes of RAM, It should have 12. Well, I mean, then you go put 12 in it. And then, you know, you can pay, you know, eight, $900, $1,000 for it or whatever, just because, you know, they had to beef up certain components. I remember Google's trying to keep at a certain price range and this is where their downfall is their downfall is, is that they're too focused on trying to keep at a certain price range and then they, they make sacrifices in a device that does not need to be or or you know they could have they could have cut they could have cut the fat off the steak in another area rather than in an area where you where you want that fat to be there so it renders the steak juicy and and flavorful you know what i mean that's the analogy i'll throw out there. Um, Another thing that I'm actually excited about when it comes to the Pixel 5 is the fact that it's going to have a bigger battery, the biggest battery ever put into a Pixel. Whether it's a 4,000 milliamp or or 4,080 milliamp, that's huge compared to the Pixel 1, the Pixel 1 XL, the Pixel 2, the Pixel 2 XL, the Pixel 3, the Pixel 3 XL, the Pixel 3A, the Pixel 3A XL, the Pixel 4, the Pixel 4 XL, and the Pixel 4A. That is huge, and I believe that the Pixel Four A Five G is going to have like a thirty-eight hundred milliamp to a four thousand milliamp, so I'm not too far behind. But the biggest battery ever put into a Pixel—that to me is a huge thing, and it it absolutely needs to have a bigger battery. You're talking about connecting to five G, and then if anyone doesn't know, but for your phone to maintain a constant connection to the network that it's on, it will use more battery juice to keep that signal as tight as possible unless you turn off mobile data like you don't believe me put it to the test and do this test this is a test that i've done okay get a phone power up to 100 have it connected to a network no wi-fi just network keep wi-fi turned off and then leave it on standby and see how see how many days it can go on that battery and then once it's reached down to, to where it shuts off and it's pretty much done. and you, you've calculated that it may take like you know seven days for it to, to kill off. Recharge the phone to 100 percent, rerun the test, but this time, take a SIM card out, no Wi-Fi access, and then leave it, leave it on standby. And I guarantee you that you'll get close to double the amount of time on standby because the antennas draw power from the battery. So when you're in an area that has spotty coverage, this is also why you have crappy battery life. Because your phone is starting to pull sap more juice out of the battery because it thinks it needs more power for the antenna to maintain that connection to the cell site. And it's just just an area that has poor coverage. So it absolutely sucks. Uh, Nah, bro, you cool. Uh, You all right. I judge people for Pixel Boy. It's okay if you are. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, it is okay if I am. It's 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 my decision. It's like it's like it's, it's anyone else's decision if they want to be, you know, a Samsung boy. They want to be an iPhone boy. They want to be whatever they want to be. You know, like what you like. There are good phones out there for a reason. This is, this is the only time that fragmentation benefits consumers. Is that there's options for you guys, and you guys can like what you like. Um, how many gigabytes of storage Google Pixel Five has? One twenty eight. 128 gigabytes of storage on both the 45G and the five, and I think that's the only variation. So I don't think there's like a 256 or a you no know, 512 or a one terabyte. Like it's just 128 gigs. You know what I mean? So, so to to, to some out there who like to take a lot of D pics of themselves or a lot of V pics of herself and have like all these high quality stuff and fill up their internal storage to where they can, can pretty much say that 128 gigabytes is not enough for them. Yeah, then this probably wouldn't be something that you would want to get your eyes on, definitely. Because um no, the storage is just not there. Yeah, so um anyways, do you guys have any other questions about like any any of these three, the Nest Home Mini, not the Nest Nest Home Mini, but the Nest Home, the uh, Chromecast 4, any of those? Um, I'm taking questions right now. Open discussions. It doesn't even have to be about pixels either. You can ask an outside question regarding tech or whatever. Uh, I'd I'd like to get back into that where we discuss more about phones. Because I know I was on the Trails live stream um, yesterday, and I really wanted to get through on getting to the uh, OnePlus Nord to kind of talk about that. Uh, Because the OnePlus OnePlus Nord N10 5G is coming to the U.S. So it's a watered-down version of the OnePlus Nord and um uh it's kind of sad but i mean you can still get a one plus nord and import it here to, into the u.s and i guess it works with carriers here because i see some people rocking it and using it but they could possibly be using it on wi-fi but anyways um they say that it's a contender to uh to the uh, pixel 4a and by right it, it could be um there is another phone out there that's you know quietly circulating. People are trying to make noise about it, and that's the, the Poco F3 uh, NFC, I think it's It's called. Um, someone let me know if I got that wrong. Um, matter of fact, let's just kind of drop this, and this is, let's just Google search it. Let's see. So I'll drop that, 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 and that. And we'll look at the the... Poco Phone uh, F3 NFC. It's funny how it has an NFC in its name. Oh, okay, okay. Let's see here. Let's go over it. Uh, full full specifications, and just kind of go with that here. Okay. Do 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 do. Let's get the Poco Phone up. All righty. All right. You guys see that there? Now I'm a full it for you guys. So you guys follow along. All righty. Boom, shakalaka. Here we go. Okay. All right. Um, The Xiaomi Poco. Oh, X3. I was wrong. The X3 NFC. Oops. Wow, man. My mic is just all over the place. I am so sorry about that, guys. Hang on. I just hit my mic. That's kind of crazy. Oh, stay. Okay, good. All right. We're good. We're good. <laughs> microphone microphone checker. Stay. All right. So, uh, released September 7, 2020. Uh, well, it was announced on that day. It was available on the 8th. See, dimension size of 165.3 by 76.8 by 9.4 millimeters. So, that's a 6.51 by 3.02 by 0.37 inches. It weighs about uh, 215 grams. That's 7.58 ounces. It's got a Gorilla Glass 5, uh, aluminum frame, plastic back, a hybrid dual SIM, so nano SIM with a dual standby. Um, IP53 splash proof, so it's not a uh, not fully water resistant. It can get some. You can talk on the phone and w- with the rain blowing on you a little bit. Uh, you just don't want to submerge it in water uh for the display it's an ips lcd capacitive touchscreen. screen well oh, 6.67 inches uh 1080 by 2400 pixels at a 20 by 9 aspect ratio, 395 pixel per inch density uh as far as hdr 10 120 hertz refresh rate that's actually nice um Android 10 with MIUI 12. How many of you guys remember MIUI? And if you guys want me to talk about that, because MIUI is uh, Xiaomi's, um, obviously, their, their user interface. And I remember there were so many ROMs based on MIUI that you could port over to the Samsung Galaxy devices. And a lot of people hated them because they were hybrids. So they utilized the best parts of um, TouchWiz and Android. And then they kind of meshed that with uh, the iPhone by having all the icons on the home display and no app drawer. I remember that. Everyone called it an abomination. Maybe we should talk about it sometime. The chipset is the uh, Qualcomm uh, Snapdragon 732G. So the 700 series processing chips, OctaCore. Um, let's see, 2 by 2.3 gigahertz cryo 470 gold. And a 6 by 1.8 gigahertz cryo four a 470 silver. Um, so those are the core. The Adreno 618 for the GPU itself. It does have micro SD card support. It comes with uh, 64 gigs of internal storage with six, gig- 6 gigabytes of RAM. Or you can get the 128 gigabyte version also with 6 gigabytes of RAM. But it's UFS 2.1 uh, storage. So main camera. 64 megapixel f point one oh f 1.9 aperture rating that's wide it's a wide angle uh you got a 13 megapixel at a f. 2, uh, f.2 f 2.2 aperture rating ultra wide then you have a 2 megapixel at a aperture rating of 2.4 with the macro lens and then you have a 2 megapixel uh f 2.4 aperture rating for the depth so yeah four cameras on the back of it dual led flash hdr and panorama video records at 4k at 30 frames per second 1080p at 30 frame and 120 frames per second and then you got 720p at uh, 960 frames per second kind of nice um single feature in videos 20 megapixel f 2.1 aperture rating hdr panorama so that's a selfie camera is a 20 megapixel selfie cam but don't always base things on the megapixels of the, the camera sensor. You got to know what camera sensor it is. Uh, so, sound says loudspeaker, 3.5 millimeter headphone jack supported there. So, yeah, already looking good spec wise for this phone. Uh, let's see. It supports FM radio and recording, uh, USB 2.0, Type C 1.0 reversible connector, USB on the go. Nice. Fingerprint sensor, side-mounted accelerometer, gyroscope, and proximity sensors, as well as for the compass. You got a lithium, a, well, yeah, lipo, 5160 milliamp hour battery, non-removable, fast charging at 33 watts, 62% in 30 minutes, 100% in 65 minutes. There's a, a cobalt blue color and a shadow gray color. And, uh, yeah, then it shows, like, the Antutu benchmarks and all that, all that other good stuff. So, Kind of interesting, um, kind of interesting about the um, the Poco X three. but yeah, and you know what the the price tag on this phone I'm hearing is two hundred dollars. so that's kind of crazy. Let's see RFK tech uh, LG wing just got approved by FCC yesterday looks like a great phone. Yeah, I mean it's got that flip out screen. Um, something different uh, to, to me when it comes to the tech world, we need something different. Um, having the same thing all the time. I mean, I, I know everything's trying to go foldable. There's there's variations of, of foldable technology, you know, dual screens that fold, like you know, with the, the um, the Microsoft the Surface Duo, um, two eight inch screens that fold, and you got the, the the uh Galaxy Z Fold 2, uh, you got the Galaxy Z Flip, you got um, there, and there's various other ones that people have forgotten that are foldable, Huawei devices that you know the screen was foldable from the outside, those things, uh. This isn't the Pixel 5. Yeah, because we already discussed the Pixel 5 a little bit earlier. What I was looking at is that because the Pixel 5 comes out next week or it's going to be launched, unveiled next week, um, we have the Pixel 4a, and I'm hearing a lot of people talk about that the Poco um, the Poco X3 NFC uh, kills the Pixel 4a. Now, talking about the specifications on paper, it sounds like it, but at the end of the day, you have to also think performance. You have to look at the performance and the optimization. I can sell you guys a phone that runs Android 11 that has, you know, let's call it 18 gigabytes of RAM. That has one terabyte of storage. That has um, a 64 megapixel main shooter in the back. Let's just say that. for No, let's just go to like 20 megapixel main shooter in the back. 64 no no switch it up 64 main one 20 wide you know i can give you like a like an ultra wide i can give you you know for one for depth and sensor like all these other things that the poke phone has right i can give you a 20 megapixel selfie cam in the front i can give you you know 6.67 inch display i can give you a punch hole in display selfie uh biometric in display i can give you all that stuff right sounds good on paper right I give you a fifty one sixty milliamp hour battery sounds good on paper right but then if it's not optimized to play well with the hardware you're going to have a very crappy experience with that that's the that's the point that i make that's why i say software matters software optimization matters yeah, that's where that's where it really boils down to you don't believe me go to chris perillo he'll tell you the same thing software is where it's at software matters you got you, you just got to you just got to like it's got to click in your head software is really what it matters hardware is like 20% of it 80% of it is 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 software the Poco phones all have app drawers. Uh, rest uh the rest usually don't for from Xiaomi. Yeah, because I remember uh Xiaomi was, was basically putting out um MIUI as a custom ROM. I remember because uh, like I said, one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, Christopher Chavez, uh did a video talking about um installing um MIUI on his uh his HTC Evo with Sprint. And uh you know, people were calling it abomination. You know, it really did look like, you know, like like a cop out of iOS. And um, yeah, you know, it it was a it was I guess you could say like in in a way the best of both worlds. You know, you had basically all the good points of Android, and you had the look and not really the feel, but just the look of iOS. Well, that's pretty much it. Let's see. Uh, that's a really great deal based on those specs. Yeah, it sounds like a great deal. And you know what? China, uh, China can manufacture these things and put it out. And this is some of the concerns that people have. Um, you know, with with these companies that come out of China, like they 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 pump out really good devices. They do. Now, I'm not saying that Xiaomi is is you know going to be guilty of this because more eyes are on Huawei. Because it it you know the fact is whether you like Huawei phones or you don't like Huawei phones, Huawei tends to have close ties to the Chinese government. And that's something that, you know, you just don't want to take that risk with. Like I, like when, when, when people talk about ciphering data, right? Like, you know, I have a couple of people that don't live in the U.S. that come in and, and they comment on my videos and they interact with me. You know, and they'll tell me like, oh yeah, you know, Google ciphers our data. Yeah, from my home base, because this is where my perspective is going to lie in the country that I live in, right? Just like their perspective lies within the country that they live in um i'm still not cool with china ciphering any of my data versus you know google ciphering my data home base here in the united states I'm just nothing on the internet is sacred i firmly believe in that but i'll also say this too and that is um i would much rather uh no let me, let me put it in a different analogy analogy if these companies are devils you say better the devil you know Uh, many Chinese Android phones have bad software optimizations. Yeah. Yeah. They tend to. So it's it's like a hit or miss. Like, do you invest? Do you invest $200 in this phone? Do you take that type of risk? And do you take that type of hit? That is the question. That is absolutely the question. Um, but anyways, while I could go on and talk about the Pixel 5, Pixel 4a 5G a bit more, uh, I don't want to have nothing to say about it for the rest of this week. So, um, yes, we are basically counting down the days until the launch. So today is eight days away. I will be back tomorrow. We'll talk more about the Pixel 5. Um, I think tomorrow we're going to talk about custom ROMs and things like that. I'm also going to show you guys my Pixel XL. Uh, I happened to get a hold of one uh, thanks to my wife. Um, actually, she's the one that got a hold of it for me. My wife always finds these 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 great you know insane deals and gets me all these things so now literally I'm, I'm back to like just having like just about every pixel device that there is except for the 4a and the pixel well the 4a 5g i mean and the pixel 5 my wife has the pixel 4a um those are the ones that i need and i'll be currently up to date so if you guys enjoyed today's podcast thank you so much for taking the time to come in and watch those who came into the comments rfk tech QA, brad art dog oscar uh john dance Uh, we have my wife, my beautiful wife. Thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. Red Rum, um, Psalmist Scribe with uh, you know, the um, question Sneed Mobile Tech was in here for a little bit. Um, YouTube member Mayank was in here as well. Shouts out to him for being a member of the team. Like I said, if you guys want to become a member of the team, right down there, you guys will see the join button. Uh, go ahead and join. You guys can check out the different tiers that there is, look at the perks that they have and find one that best fits for you if that's what you would like to do to help support the channel. Um, of course, links in the description for monetary donations if you guys want to give a one-time monetary donation. would really appreciate that. It actually goes towards um, the channel itself and uh, more things I'll be able to do on this podcast, as well as, you know, video productions and things like that. So, entirely um, up to you guys. You guys don't have to because the only thing that, you know, would really like absolutely help me out is if you guys smash that like button because that really lets me know that you guys enjoy the content that I'm discussing on the podcast. And if you guys like to find the audio version, it's on your favorite podcast sources. Just look for the Aloha Android podcast. You guys will find it. It's on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, uh, Spotify. It's on all v- various platforms. Um, platforms and even on anchor itself because that is my home-based source of making my audio version podcast is on anchor so um you guys can even follow me there if you guys use anchor and also that's pretty much it if you guys have not checked out technoids video today as you guys can see he has done a premiere an hour ago um and he has a special an absolute special um intro for for today's, pod, or to today's video that he has up there. So you definitely want to go check that out. Um, let's see here. Last comment of the day. I really hope Google brings some surprises people aren't expecting. I'm hoping so too. I'm hoping that this whole thing was just to make us run around in circles thinking we knew everything about it, and then they hit us left field. The only thing I don't want them to surprise us with is an $899 price tag because I will flip my lid literally if they did that. Like all again google pretty much has it with where they want to go with this if the specifications and stuff is true all they got to do is stick the landing pricing google don't go higher than 649 dollars. i'm saying that right now um because yeah that's just like it's just gonna be mind-boggling anyways guys thanks so much for checking out today's podcast really appreciate you guys for coming in you guys are clutch love you guys very much happy tuesday Enjoy the rest of your day if you guys can check out my past video where I talk about the Pixel Buds, have a laugh on it. There's a little little Easter egg video within the video. You guys can find it if you guys watch the whole thing through. I definitely appreciate that. Leave a comment if you guys found the Easter egg and if you thought it was funny, smash the like button on that one too as well. Thanks for watching, y'all are clutch, and as always, aloha.